Hi, I'm Simona, the Heart Chef, and you're listening to THC Heart Bites, the only food podcast I know of that's doing the rounds on WhatsApp. I'm in your phone's WhatsApp inbox every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday as a voice message. Once you subscribe by WhatsApping me on 8355-909-603, just send the words start THC. You never have to do anything after that ever again. Isn't that cool? If you have commitment issues though, don't worry. You can unsubscribe with the same ease. To unsubscribe, just WhatsApp stop THC and your subscription and records will be cleared. Now, let's get started with episode 7 of THC Heartbites, the food-related, fun, free and subscription-only WhatsApp podcast. And today's topic is all about saints and spinach. Oh wait, don't get turned off just yet. Patron saints of food. And the spinach bit is a hack to save you time, money and energy if you love eating this leafy green as much as I do. So stick around. I know folks say TGIF, thank God it's Friday. But this is me saying, thank God it's Sunday. I've had an amazing week and the highlight, of course, was my Rise and Recycle event on Thursday evening, which featured a few amazing people who are producing eco-friendly alternatives to plastic items that we use every day. But I'm knackered. I mean, I'm really, really tired. But I was just going to say, if you want to check out some stylish and durable options for shopping bags, veggie fridge bags, lunchbox bags, grocery bags, wine bottle gift bags, mitai at festival bags, bags made out of natural fibers like jute and hemp and cotton canvas, unwoven and woven, head on over to the Bicycle Project India Facebook page because I'm going to be individually profiling and sharing contact info for all the cool speakers who came to the Rise and Recycle event. And a lot of them had amazing products which they gave away freebies of at the event. So if you want to know who these people are and patronize their brands, support them, encourage them and buy their products, all the info is going to be on the Bicycle Project India Facebook page. So, I'm even going to be chatting with one of them uh, a little bit later in the week, probably for the next Fab Food Femme interview, because she makes bamboo and stainless steel straws. They're super stylish. They're super eco-friendly. I mean, do you guys have any idea how much damage those single-use disposable straws are doing to the environment? I mean, for any occasion where your lips are not good enough to drink your beverage with... Please switch to eco-alternatives like these bamboo and steel straws. I'll let her tell you all about it when I interview her. Because yeah, I know it's not a food product and she's not some doing something with the food world exactly. But think about all the tons of straws we use for beverages, you know, when we go out and when we're going out to eat at restaurants. I think this is an important contribution and I think we should support her. So yeah, I'm going to interview her and I'm going to tell you where you can get her straws, which are really quite good looking. And um, one more interesting fact that she shared with us during the presentation. Do you know which state has the highest consumption of plastic straws? Kerala. Yeah, the state with the highest literacy rate in our country. 
also consumes the maximum number of single-use, disposable, non-biodegradable plastic straws because coconut water. Anyway, um, that's what's uh, going to happen a few episodes from now. Right now, though, what's coming up is some saintly stuff. I'm going to be talking to you about some cool, historical, anecdotal stories of patron saints of food. So, we have our patron saints of food. Yes, they're from the ancient days. And this is from a really long time ago. But I think it's still interesting. And we start with one of my favorite items, which is cheese. So, the patron saint of cheesemongers is Saint Yugozon. He was a shepherd in Italy who used to happily give away his cheese to less fortunate people. So kind. Unfortunately, his boss saw this as an annoying anti-capitalist habit and killed him. Bosses are harder to please than God sometimes. Saint Lawrence was a deacon of Rome in 258, a time when Christians were not really venerated in the eternal city. He made the mistake of distributing riches to the poor. This attracted the attention of the Roman emperor who ordered him to hand over those riches. Lawrence, who was actively looking for martyrdom, presented some beggars crippled, orphans, all kinds of people, to the emperor, saying that these were the greatest treasures of the church. (laughs) This pissed off the emperor just a tiny bit, so he decided to kill Lawrence by grilling him above some nice hot charcoal. After being grilled for a while, St. Lawrence was nicely burned but had one last witty remark in store. This side is nicely burned. You can now turn me over and then eat. This judicious culinary remark makes him, ironically, the patron saint of cooks and broilers. If he'd been in India, I believe they'd call him Kebab Baba. (laughs) Saint Corentin of Quimper was one of the founding saints of Brittany. He used to live as a hermit, and while these days in France being a hermit makes you like an anti-social freak, In those days, it helped you become the first bishop of Quimper. While a hermit, he used to eat fish every day, thanks to a miraculously self-generating fish that appeared to him daily in a fountain. He used to cut off a small bit and then release the fish. It would regrow and come back the next day. Obviously, that makes him the patron saint of seafood. Saint Fortunat and Saint Radegond were also interesting saints. Fortunat was a poet and a bon vivant who ended up becoming the chaplain of Radigon's monastery. She used to cook food for him and he praised her cooking in his poems. He is known to have said, There is no more sincere love than the love of good food. Now, that remark is only a sin if stating the obvious is a sin. St. Fortunat and St. Radigond are the patron saints of gastronomes, probably absolving them of their overjoyous love of good food and life. So, coming down to my spinach hack. Spinach is one of the most healthy leafy greens and we all know it. So yes, 
It's an important component in green smoothies, healthy soups and salads and stir-fries and making super-duper baked dishes taste even more yum. But you have to use it as soon as you buy it or it wilts and gets really gross. So here's my incredible hack. Freeze your spinach. Yep, you heard me. That's the whole hack. Three words. Freeze your spinach. According to a BBC story which ranked the 100 most nutritious foods, spinach was right up there in the top ranks. But here's the nugget of info that stood out for me. Spinach is amazingly high in magnesium, folate, vitamin A, beta-carotene and zeaxanthin, but freezing spinach actually helps prevent these nutrients within from degrading, which is why frozen spinach ranks higher than fresh spinach. So go ahead, buy fresh spinach, clean, wash, drain and bag them up. Sometimes I like to wilt it slightly and then freeze it. So I can throw it in a bowl of sliced boiled potatoes, add some grated cheese and pop the whole thing in the oven for a heavenly and healthy bake. And when I say wilt, I mean in a pan with a little bit of garlic and a little bit of uh, salt, just a wee wee bit of salt and black pepper and you just kind of saute it on medium heat and it kind of just releases all its water and becomes really limp and really dark green. So that's what I meant by wilt. Or I puree it raw and freeze it so it's ready to be added to a cold green smoothie or flung into a pot with stock and boiled for soup. There's just so many things you can do and now you know why you should do it. So, subscriber Joseph, all the way from Boston, asked me why his shark paneer just doesn't taste like what he ate here in India. Well, Joseph, freeze your spinach after washing, draining and cutting it up. And when you want to make shark paneer, don't defrost the spinach. Just throw it in the pan after you've made a tempering of oil, cumin seeds, dried red chilies, a dash of salt, a dash of turmeric and a little bit of dried coriander powder plus a couple of tablespoons of real or canned tomato puree and maybe half a chopped onion. Now add your frozen spinach and mix this up, cover it and let it be for a bit on a medium-low flame. No need to add any water as the spinach will release quite a bit. Once this is done, after a few minutes, add your lightly sautéed paneer or soy marinated and sautéed medium-firm tofu. Yeah, I know, sacrilege, tofu in shark paneer. Well, Joseph doesn't get fresh paneer where he lives, guys. He only gets sad, frozen types. Always salt your shark paneer after cooking, Joseph, right at the end, because spinach tends to be a bit on the salty side. There you go. If you like a bit of heat, slip in a teaspoon of green chilli paste and a bit of freshly ground coriander leaves or parsley to make that dish pop, pop, pop. Never, ever eat shark paneer without a squeeze of lemon juice. A prize for anyone who writes in and tells me why. Hey, so I hope it's better now to have my THC Heart Bites episodes broken up into separate voice messages. Are you guys finding it easier now that you have shorter tracks to listen to at one go? Let me know. And that, my dear THC Heart Bites listeners, was episode 7 with patron saints of food and spinach hacks. I'll catch you next on Wednesday with something weird, wacky and wonderful. 
to give you a hint about what food item I'm going to tell you about, one of my subscribers, Ganesh N, asked me for a date. Actually, five dates. Actually, five breakfast dates. In fact, he specifically said he'd like five breakfast recipes featuring dates. What did you guys think? Okay, oh my, corny humor aside, I'll be also granting another subscriber's request for tips on how to use cucumber in tzatziki, which is a yogurt dip from Greek cuisine. This subscriber is none other than Ravi H, whose yummy fusion breakfast pic I shared on Instagram and Facebook a couple of days ago. He paired tzatziki and dosas for a cooling, delicious breakfast. So that was Ravi. Be like Ravi. Send me pics of your good-looking experiments or your disastrous failures. Be like Ganesh and send me questions for stuff that you don't think Google will do a good job of answering because Google don't love food as much as you and I do. Oh, in fact, the patron saint's idea was suggested and passed on to me by subscriber Jehangir. So be like Jehangir and tell me what cool stuff you want me to feature on this podcast. I'm all ears. You can do all this by connecting with me on WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook and email. I will get back to you sooner or later, but I will get back to you. Oh, and before I forget, in my last episode when I was acknowledging my gentleman subscribers, I skipped the mention of my subscriber Dhruv K. Sorry, Dhruv. Huge oversight on my part. And then I got two more cool dudes joining in yesterday and another one today. So hey there, Ganesh N and Amit N and Najin. It's good to have you listening in. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, people, and I look forward to our weird, wacky, and wonderful Wednesday date with Dates Recipes. Waiting patiently for your messages. This is me, Simona, the Heart Chef, signing off with a big hug. From my heart to yours. <laughs>